Welcome back to Imperfect Parenting. Ben and Brittany here again, doing nothing. Yep. We just, are. I don't know. I say it every time, but it's just nice being with you. <laughs> <laughs> you always laugh at me, but whatever. Move on. It just is. It's, it is uh, Ben's, one of his favorite things to do, I think, is just to sit across from me that's and look true. at me. There we go. So when we film for <laughs> hours, that's all he does. And, and if you're watching, <laughs> Brittany has like this little awkward smile sometimes. She's like, you're looking at me. Again. You're just, you're just you're staring at me. At me. <laughs> it's a good problem to have, but it's just kind of oh. funny. That's why he loves filming days when we do this because it's ours. I bring it up because I, I start I start talking. I go, oh, look, who's here? Mm-hmm. It's my it's wife. It's just me. She's beautiful. All right. So that's not why we're here today. No. Last time we, we did this, I forgot the meme. So I'm going to start with that. Okay. You can help me, but I'm just saying, I just want to say that loud before I get moving. We get too far down the road. I think this one's really funny. It's gross, but it's funny <laughs> true. because it feels very true. So true. I actually had this, I mean, not quite this exact moment, but behind us driving in the cup holder, <laughs> there's this rattling sound. I'm like, what? That's Lincoln's side of the, the car? And there's pennies and wrappers of some kind and like a toy, <laughs> a little miniature toy. I don't even know what it was. And it was just hitting this cup. It was driving me nuts. It's but fine for the first 30 seconds. But after 10 minutes, you're like, yeah, drip, drip, drip. It's really rough. So the meme is there's words on top, which I'll, I'll read to you in a second. But the image is a clear glass with some water. It's about, I don't know, fourth of the way full. And at the bottom the of it, empty. uh-huh, yep. At the bottom of it, it looks like it's a piece of paper, a <laughs> orange crayon, a piece of a crayon, maybe a fruit snack, popcorn. Popcorn. I was gonna say eggs, so it's probably popcorn. A penny, a rock. So that's what you're looking at. It's like there's this cup of half, half water, and the rest of it is things. And it says, when a little kid takes a drink out of your water bottle. That's mm-hmm. what you're left with. Floaters. You're left with floaters and crayons and a rock and absolutely. Um, there's another video I watched not very long ago. Is this guy. He said, I know you're not supposed to eat anything that your child brings you that's brown. And he goes on to talk about you know what you probably would think it would be. And But he smelled it. He's like, oh, it smells like chocolate. Okay, so he's eating it. And he goes, what is this, honey? And she goes, it's Oreos that I chewed up in my mouth and spit out <laughs> into my cup. I made you pudding. <laughs> and he's like, Aww. moral of the story, don't ever eat anything your child gives yep. you. But it kind of is the same thing. You know, you your child takes a drink of your water and you now have a snack. It's gross. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, this feels like captures parenting in a picture of... Especially the young years. My life is no longer my own. <laughs> No I'm alive for you. Even my water is for you. Everything I have is for you. Yes. I love the kids are, I mean, Delaney's 17. And just the other day, she's like, can I have a drink of your water? Yep. Of course. I don't do that to my mother still. So I, I have hope that it eventually ends. But Did you? I did. I don't now. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that it's going to end at some point, but it's still happening. So I want to be there the day when, when you forget this conversation. And you turn to your mom and say, can I have a drink of your water? Uh, please. And hand it to Delaney. Delaney hands it to her child. That's gross. No. All right. Anyways. Uh, so we're still going to talk about the conference and some things that happened. Um, but 
you may notice if you're watching this, we have some fun things on the table that we don't normally have, which is the merch that I designed with our a wonderfully skilled creative director and um, everything that makes us look pretty. That's Ashley. Mm -hmm. So Ashley helped me do all of this. But we're going to get it on the website soon. So uh, we have a hat. It says Fight for Family, Nehemiah 414. I have a shirt, which I've got on right now. It's kind of an oversized shirt that says a fun little saying. You want to read that? It says, Dear Parent Behind Me, you are the perfect parent for your child. No one could be better. You've got this. Lots of love. The parent in front of you. Behind you. In front of you? Yes. The parent in front of you. Yeah. People so, love this shirt. Yes. And it's really fun because it's. I try to give something to the dads. So I've seen a lot of dads wearing that mm-hmm. shirt, which is great. And then I have a just a black crew neck sweatshirt that says imperfect parents. And then it's kind of like the how it's a, a dictionary description kind of phonetically written out. It's a noun. It says, pursuing connection over perfection, work in progress, running on coffee, most likely with messy hair and yoga pants. So that's the merch that we've got. It'll eventually be probably on the website for you um, to have, to purchase. It's fun. So you should check it out. The Fight for Family hat is, everybody loves it. We, I don't know how many people I've been uh saw it on the story somewhere they're like can i get it can i get it can i get it it's coming it's coming i promise um maybe while this is out it'll be out before then i don't know but it's the first time us talking about it so but it's fun when you're in the airport or at a hotel or running around someone's like i like your hat it's uh i didn't want it to be a uh noxious in your face i wanted it to be subtle but i wanted it to be obvious we are four families Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the design of all the merch awesome. from the conference. So fun. There you go. So if you're not watching, go find the video and have a look. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. We like it. That's fun. Well, <clears throat> I mentioned in the last week when we are talking that you kind of had this charge at, at the end of the conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, you surprised lots of us with, with your ending, mm-hmm. which is great. But that's, that's kind of where I want to talk about for a minute. Um, you're calling your 52-day challenge. Yep. You're... You're lots of the way through it at this point. It's done um, now at this point. Done. Yeah, I mean, you've you've moved through the whole thing. It is saved on Instagram. I don't understand how yeah. it works. It's, it's in my highlight reel. Highlight for, reel. There we go. Um, Some cool phrase. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm so cool. I started talking about it. I'm like, what's that called again? The little circle <laughs> underneath your, your picture. Yeah. So 52-day challenge. If you don't want to go check it out, you could run through the whole thing and just, just experience Brittany leading you through just just each day. Um, but talk to us for a minute about how you got there. Why 52? Why challenge? And then why the last night? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I spoke around Nehemiah 414 and uh, really the, the call that Nehemiah had. And he went to rebuild um, the walls and, and, you know, my Bible kind of gives a little description. You can either complain about it or you can do something about it. And that's that's it. I, I think there's lots of complaining about how families are or kids are or parenting mm-hmm. is, and, and there's lots of we're unhappy um, with the culture that is pressing in on Christian families. Mm-hmm. 
So you can be a complainer or a contributor um, or a challenger. So I, I really was calling families to stand up and fight for, for their family and, and really hold, um, hold the line for what gets to come in and, and how we prioritize our time and values and, and we're equipped for this battle. And, and so just bringing that to life. Um, but I wanted to end the conference with a, a call to action. That's that's my personality. I don't know if you realize this. I mean, we're fun and playful in here, but I am very intense. I have always been intense, um, especially when I feel passionate about something or an injustice or something. You heard about my tie-dye dress last <laughs> week. Um, so I there's a lot of injustice and there's a lot of um, other things right now trying to influence the family. And... Um, and I don't, I don't know how you do family. I don't know that you have to do family like how we do family. That's not the call I gave. I, it was really just get your focus back on your family and yeah. the intentionality of what do you believe God has for your family? What is it that he's asking you to do for your family? How does fighting for your family look? Because, you know, we've got a 17-year-old, a nearly 14-year-old, and an 11-year-old. So that fight looks a little bit different than if they're two and four, you know, or even six, seven and 10, you know, it, it just looks different. So knowing what the fight is that you're meant to be in. And I just trying to get parents to engage and uh, give some attention to something that we so easily get lost in the busy. Um, But 52 came from, it took 52 days to rebuild the wall and, and and they couldn't before. There was just there's such a, a in the story of Nehemiah, uh, Sam Ballot. He's you know mocking and strategizing, and he's even calling Nehemiah out, saying like, "Hey, let's have a meeting. You know, we'll be friends. We'll be cool." And and Nehemiah knows the assignment. Like, no, I'm not gonna be distracted by this. And then Sam Ballot tries to. You, basically, I think I. It was funny because Bill Johnson did a message mm-hmm. the Sunday before my conference, and he talked about Nehemiah, and I was laughing listening to it because I didn't hear it until after I did my conference, and um, I think you sent it to me, mm-hmm. and I just thought there's such a call for family, and yep. and um, so that verse four fourteen it says, you know fight for your families, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. And and that's, you know, Nehemiah knew the assignment and he rallied them in families and put them at the wall. And we talk a lot about this verse in our culture creed. Yep. Um, but he, he rallied them because he knew if I could get you to see what you were fighting for, it, it changes the game. And so by putting your family as, you know, that's what you're fighting for, it, it, it ignites something different. Yeah, so good. I, I, I don't know that Evan noticed the 52 days <clears throat> till you said it or, the, or the, the significance in comparison to how many years was it? Do you remember? I don't A long time. I want to say 70-something. Something. But a they long, just kept, long time. They couldn't figure it out. They just could not rebuild the wall till no. someone finally came in and said, we have one focus. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many things in today's life. As you're talking, I was thinking about this. There's so many things vying for our attention mm-hmm. and vying for our attention to get us away from 
and being attentive to family mm-hmm. and this call. And, you know, when we first started talking about Nehemiah in relation to the culture creed, it really was that there's a unique call mm-hmm. on every family, yeah. that God's put a unique gift and, and strength set in your family that no other family has. It was just this thing the Lord started stirring up in us. Like, you know, as, as an individual, there's no one on the planet like you. Mm-hmm. I pause for a minute because I think we, we don't believe that sometimes. We compare ourselves. You know. Constantly, thanks to social media, has <laughs> even made it worse. <laughs> totally. But just a reminder, there's no family like yours. There's no one like you, and there's no family like yours. And so it's a part of the wall in the kingdom of God that's actually yours to build, mm-hmm. and, and in some cases even rebuild. That It's, it's been in God's heart for, forever, mm-hmm. but he's looking for a family to pick it up and, and protect this part and, and fight for this part of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a beautiful picture, I think, that... When we allow ourselves to, to get called out, to, to be distracted, to sit down, to get complacent, we're, we're not actually living out our God-given mm-hmm. purpose. And, you know, there's careers, there's hardship, there's money problems, there's in-laws. There, there's generational I mean, things going the, on. The list just goes on mm-hmm. and on and on of, of opportunities to get distracted. Yeah. And and lots of them feel justified and important. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really our job to kind of draw the line and say, What's taken this family 70 years? Watch what God can do in 52 mm-hmm. when we set our eyes like Flint. Hey, it's Brittany here. I'm normally on the Kylo Show, yes, but I wrote a book. I wrote a book for parents, but I talk a lot about moms. So if you're listening to this and you're a mom who's frustrated, who feels like you're failing, who feels hopeless in this game of parenting that we're in. So if that's you, mom, buy yourself this gift on Mother's Day. It's going to be worth it. So I hope that you feel blessed and encouraged by my new book, Imperfect Parenting. You can find it at imperfectparenting.co. And Nehemiah, he... They rebuilt the wall, and then the people that came back, that's the other thing, is that this it created courage and change and shift. And, you know, he just had, um, he had a relationship with the Lord, and he had a conviction to what he was meant to do, and then he carried this courage that became contagious. Yeah. And so uh, that was all part of the last night was, if we can be courageous and live intentionally towards our family for 52 days, what will happen to those that are watching? And again, I don't know what the assignment within the 52 days, I I led it and, and kind of giving prompts, but it was more so just to get your attention back on it. Cause so something happens when we intentionally focus on, let's say your health or your marriage or your job or your finances for you know a significant amount of time, mm-hmm. change happens, yeah. um, and it's especially if you're trying to make momentum forward, you make momentum forward, even if it's small. Maybe it's not dr- drastic, but you make a significant change when you intentionally focus your attention, resources, and time to something that you say is a priority. So my my heart was, okay, let's do this together. And I was it was funny, I had a prophetic word probably the week or two before 
from a gal that I really admire and love. She came and spoke to our team and she said, you know, Brittany, I feel like you're going to have a spirit of revelation in the moment that's just going to come. And I'm like, cool. I don't know what that means, you know? And I'm up on stage and I had written down 52 day challenge as a, maybe this is something I'll get to. Maybe I don't really know. It's just kind of this almost footnote on the bottom of my um, presentation or my slides and notes and, and then it came out and it just felt like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so then everybody, all of the team were like, did you plan that? I said, Mm-mm. nope, I didn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> They're like, what's your plan? I'm like, I don't know yet. Honestly, I don't really know. But there was something on it. And I made a big deal of it because I felt like the Lord was leaning into this. And yeah, people stand up to commit. I, and, I did. And yep. then and I was like, okay, well, now we get to walk this out, which... I have faithfully done. Yep. Um, but it is, uh, it was, it's, I think the fun thing too is hearing all the testimonies, uh, especially through social media, because that's how people communicate with me on those things is just a little bit of change um, that they made and the impact yep. and how valuable it's been. And the little bit of uh, focus, again, I'm not, I wasn't looking for, okay, every day you need to set aside an hour of dedication to this and meditate on that. I mean, I'm making less than a minute video on it and giving you some different things, which I did. I split it up into kind of three little segments, but I I, I wasn't, I'm looking for you to just go, oh, that's right. I'm mm-hmm. resetting my gates. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm refocusing my attention so that I can walk away every day for the for 52 days and say, I intentionally did. I intentionally did. Mm-hmm. I intentionally did. And um, even if it was for 30 minutes, 30 seconds, I, I think just that encouraging people to refocus, that was the heart of it. Yeah. And um, it's been fun. So awesome. I One of the people that, that went through it with you, he was at the conference, mm-hmm. and he, he would text me weekly <laughs> as he would finish a, a chapter. Yep. And he's just so fired up, but at the same time, he was so convicted, which was just fun to watch, you know, that he's he's doing this. He's setting his gaze just in a in a new way, a new level on his family and what he's called to. And he's realizing, I've had some of this wrong. I've I've believed certain things that, that took me astray. I've, I've let certain things create the wrong momentum in the, in the wrong way. And following someone with courage, Mm-hmm. who's willing to stand up and say, this is what we're doing. We're not listening to this anymore. The the Sam Ballot and Tobiah, Tobias, I forget his name right now. But, you know, there there's things looking to distract us, and we're no longer letting that thing win. And so just watching this guy's text come through, and he has a whiteboard, and he's whiteboarding out what he's learning from the chapter and the yeah. challenge. And I think there's lots of people out there that we don't know till we – so we get presented a new opportunity to learn something different. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so encouraging. I, I, I think, honey, you've done a great job. Oh, well, thanks. So it's yeah. working. And, I mean, again, if you didn't get in on the 52 days, it's there on Instagram. Um, just an easy, quick thing. I, I broke it up to try and um, keep it from being becoming kind of the same mundane thing. So the first one was – really chasing after some activations and some beliefs, you know, kind of some helpful tools, practical, I would say, 
then I went more into some prayers. Like, what are you praying over your family, different aspects of family and as a whole culture finances. I mean, you're just going after different prayer points. Um, and then I had scriptures that I felt kind of, uh, aligned with it and then ended with declarations mm-hmm. and really just kind of speaking over yourself as a parent, your children, you're saying your children's names. Again, the whole point was, uh, we're just changing our focus and, and bringing intentionality back into focus. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I, I mean, I'm only, I, I think every time that I get the opportunity to do this, which, you know, if you're interested in doing an imperfect parenting conference, I don't know that it'll look like mine, mm-hmm. but it'll be, uh, if you invite Ben and I out, we'd love to come and, and do an event and, and kind of, put some strategy around, you know, this call, this, yeah. uh, this encouragement. And, um, you know, I, I, that's my heart is I, I want families to enjoy each other. Yeah. And I think we get to win when we live in this place of joy and confidence yeah. and conviction. And I, you know, I look at, um, I think I was talking to my, I don't know who I was talking to. Maybe I was talking with you, but, Maybe it was my mom. I was just talking about my brother. You get confused all the time. And you, my mom, yeah. yeah. I don't remember who I was having this conversation <laughs> with, but I I was just laughing thinking about my childhood versus our kids. And I love my brothers. We, we were fairly close. I wouldn't say that we had crazy fighting or anything like that. Um, but what my our kids are, how close they all are, mm-hmm. is feels significantly different than what I had. I don't know about you. Same. Um, and I just love that. There's they genuinely love each other, they enjoy each other, they have fun together. And we've worked really hard as leading in that, that we enjoy you as our children. We want to be around you. We have worked really hard to give you that feedback of when it's not fun to be around. And we've called you to a different standard. I mean, we just had a hard conversation with Lincoln the other day of calling him to a different standard, you know, and and using language that you and I both use. What do you hear me say? Mm-hmm. So we're not, um, we don't dumb down the goal for our kids. Uh, we actually teach them how to come to the standard that we're trying to live at. And obviously it's a process because a two-year-old looks a little different than a 12-year-old, but... Um, and I, that's the, that's the heart for families is lean into enjoying um, your family that God gave you. Yeah. And and I would I would just add to based on what you said earlier. I think part of the heart of loving on purpose as a whole, and then what what you're talking about here with imperfect parenting is we actually begin to see communities come together and raised up. That this becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we got invited to a church where they asked us to speak about parenting mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. I love it. You know, and it's rare because it's... I, I've never... Well, very rare. <laughs> I I told my friend this. She's like, on a Sunday morning? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that is amazing. Yeah. But just the conversation of um, this is the most important call we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we're both pretty driven people. We want to see things happen. We have dreams in our heart. And the most important thing we can do is go home and love our family. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think just looking for the opportunities, being able to build a community around us, and that's that's our encouragement, that's our heart, that's why we do so much of what we do, 
it's these little communities start to pop up all over the world mm-hmm. where we're saying we are going the same direction and we're protecting the same thing. Yeah. And when you get off the tracks, we're here to help you get back on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want in on the 52-day challenge, it's still there. I would invite you to jump in and um, be challenged. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, of course. All right. See you in 52 days. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Next <See> week. <laughs> Bye.